This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Pages Dynasty podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brown. This is the podcast where we are going back and re-watching every single game. Yes, every single game of the Patriots Dynasty. We started in 2001, and this week we are wrapping up the 2004 regular season, week 17, as the woeful, at the time, 49ers come to town. Um, with me, as always, are my brothers, middle brother, Steve. How are you, Steven? I'm hanging in there. I like uh, I like that you're throwing it back in, doing your recording in your car again, Andy. I am. Yes, I have been um, relegated to the vehicle. Relegated now, or exiled? I mean, they're synonyms. Um, now that now that I have a, a tiny human bogarting the uh, other recording space that I was using, which was my bedroom, an hour bogarting. Bedroom, I say. Yeah. What's bogarting mean? Uh, hoarding, basically. It's after him, Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. I don't know why. But. I don't know who you, I don't even know who Humphrey Bogart is. I'm making, no, I just know the term Bogarting. Uh, yeah. It means hogging. Basically. It means selfishly appropriate or keep yeah. something, especially a lit marijuana cigarette. Oh. Yeah, it, it is big in the, uh, in the, in that world from what I've heard. <laughs> Says Andy. No, I mean, I just, I, I know you, a lot Greg of haven't heard of it. Yeah. 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 How do you guys no not know that? And I do. You, the, no, it's, Speaking of potheads, uh, also with us is Greg Brown, as you may have heard. Greg, how are you? I'm good. I'm just learning about Humphrey Bogart here. Apparently. Is it really named after him? Because I'm just assuming that. Yeah, they both be. come up when you Google, but that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Nickname yeah. Bogey. <laughs> Name one Bogart movie. Oh, he's an actor. I literally yeah. don't even know who he yeah. is. A Gone with the Wind. Um, no, close. Really? With the wolves. Casablanca. Oh, I was right there. Yeah. Shot in the dark. We don't watch movies growing up. Uh, I don't think so, that's the kind of movie we wanted, would have wanted to watch anyways, Andy. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> it was hey, back then, we would watch so. anything. I remember sitting and watching Pride and Prejudice on VHS with mom because it was a television and the TV was on. So I was going to watch Andy's it. Andy's blaming this. mom for us missing out on Casablanca in 1942. <laughs> <laughs> that's right hey, Jesus. Dude. I mean, let's be honest that's the type of movie that dad would rent from Kelly Library on VHS no. and bring home black and white movies no way no No. what no. were they he, he watches those bullshit like English comedy things like Red oh, yeah. Dwarf Black Adder yeah. yeah where you're like this is not funny at all yeah. but it's mildly amusing and it's better than fucking nothing better than play with my brothers that's for sure yeah. <laughs> tell me about it brothers are the worst Speaking the, of the worst, ninety-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, Casablanca. Sure. Speaking of the worst, this 49ers team, um, worst in the NFL. They would end up with the number one draft pick in the following year. Speaking of the worst, this game is the worst. Can we just get that out of the way? Did you? Yeah, watch- it's not particularly watchable. Dude, I watched the highlights and I, I almost didn't make it through that. <laughs> the highlights are only a minute and twenty-one seconds long. Yeah, there's not many. There are not many highlights in this. This is one of those games that you don't even watch in real time, never mind 20 years later. Like yeah, this is the 17. 13 and 2 Patriots yeah. hosting the 2 and 13 49ers. There's not much intrigue in this. Andy, did there's, you watch the whole thing? I did. <laughs> there's one. there's nothing to play for in this game. You watched the whole game. The whole game. You are you got a baby. <laughs> What are you yeah. doing with your life? You're a sicko, dude. This <laughs> might be the most outrageous thing you've done. This is worse than the solo podcast. And for <laughs> all of us, you know, for posterity's sake, the Celtics are in the middle of their playoffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're literally Celtics playing in the finals, finals right now. And Andy's watching a week 17 meaningless game. Actually, oh. that's a good question. Andy, have you watched any of the Celtics no. series? Yeah, got it. For for a couple of reasons. One, I don't watch basketball. Why not? It doesn't interest me. Don't like black people? Uh, no, just not enough violence. <laughs> Although, from what I've you seen on... Did you say the, the violence? Yeah. There's not enough hitting. Oh, not enough violence. Yeah, okay. not enough violence. I, 
I Let me tell you about that. a guy named Draymond Green. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I've been on Twitter, obviously, for our, our Twitter account. And um, from the highlights I've seen of Draymond, he seems to be bringing the, the football back into basketball. So maybe I'll tune in. Also, the second point is uh, they, the games start after my bedtime. That's a general four month old. That is so. a legit complaint. Thanks yeah. a lot, China. She's fucking Shanghai. Fucking China. <laughs> like, oh, the ratings are down. Why? Sometimes a naughty boy. That's what yeah. I think of China. Um, let's talk about the Celtics a little bit, though. <laughs> As we do on this Patriots podcast. Hey, I will give you, I will give you 60 Celtics seconds. At Andy. It, Boston we'll Strong. Go, 60 seconds. You're on the clock. Belichick, Belichick loves the Celtics. He's been wearing the Celtics hat at his news conferences all week. That's, That's right. What you want to talk about in your 60 seconds? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of relatable to the Patriots, though. I want to get your guys' opinion on this. There's a lot of hubbubaloo about the um, the the Boston crowd chanting um, "fuck you, Draymond." Yeah, like "fuck you, Draymond." What do you think about that? Is there a baby, or is that yours, Andy? No, no, that that is, I believe. <laughs> this is interesting. Hang on. Let me do this. Well, we don't want the kids hearing what I just said. That's a big no-no. No, no, that uh, my phone had connected to Bluetooth apparently, <laughs> and my and wife has my phone because she's using it as the baby monitor. So, oh, okay. So that is, that was Karen making an appearance. Wow. Hmm. I hope you didn't hear me cuss on on the podcast. <laughs> that would so. be terrible, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you, you were talking about the the chanting? Yeah. Um, Steve Kerr said um, it was classless. Mm. Um, Thompson said it was classless. Draymond didn't really say anything. His wife went on Instagram and was like, how dare they swear with young children in the thing? And then (laughs) the worst part is Draymond was in the post-game interview with his son sitting right next to him. This kid's like three years old. And they're like, how'd you play tonight? He's like, I played like shit. So he's swearing in front of his own child, and the wife's got no problem with that. But a crowd saying it at a 9 p.m. basketball game, like come maybe on. the wife does have a have a problem with that. He heard about it when he got home. I'm in for it until it gets racist, because like the soccer, yes, you know they have swung mm-hmm. too far on that pendulum. Yeah, with the the monkey chants and throwing mm-hmm. bananas and stuff. Yeah, it's not throwing good. stuff. Yep. Yeah, can't be doing yeah. that. You can you can chant fuck you. I mean, you're going to a you can chant whatever you want, really. sporting yeah. event for an NBA Finals. Like, yeah, you're gonna hear some. That's the best part of an English soccer game is is the uh, the right. quality of the chants that they come up with. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So that, that I think the only problem I have with it is that it's not um, it, it's not interesting enough. Like, fuck you, Draymond. Like, you, I, I feel like the Boston crowd can do better than that. Yeah. Well, that's American sports in general. They don't. Uh, really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and football is the weakest too of the chanting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless Greg Brown's American soccer fans are the worst. Yes. Yeah. yeah. American soccer fans just are just fucking. It's corny. They make my skin crawl. How fucking corny they are. I kind of want you to relive this. (laughs) Give me, give me an example, chant, Greg. Uh, Well, they do that. uh, They stole that skull one, right? They do that one. Uh I believe we will win. That one's. (laughs) That one's like at least like I don't know. It's nice to listen to, but it's corny. Super yeah. fucking corny. It sounds hey. very try hard. And I think I figured it out why too. Cause like you watch the crowd when they show it in like an English Premier League, and those guys are like the blue collar, like you know, shit face guys that are just funny as it is, like yeah. as people. And then you watch a US thing, and it's like a lot of those guys are fans because it's hipster and it's like, yeah. you know, I want to be different, so I'm a soccer fan. Right. Rather than just like liking it because you like soccer, you know. Mm-hmm. So those guys are like the kids that got bullied in high school. They've never <laughs> been funny to begin with, and then they think that this is like emboldened them to be. And they're like, yeah. "I want to fit in with how they sing in Europe," right? You know, and it's but, just they, like, but they don't have the creativity to come up with exactly. anything. Like, they're not funny. naturally funny people, so yeah. it just comes out terribly. Is there anything worse than somebody who's not funny that tries to be? Because I, I used to work with people like that, and they are awful. Yeah, to, to listen to. Yes, Draymond Green. <laughs> Draymond Green is a bitch. And this 49ers team, too. Yes, yeah. Speaking of worse. Worse. So we're done they with the Celtics? Worse than someone. 
<laughs> I'm done fine. with the Celtics. I still got more in the Celtics. I know you do. <laughs> we can stay well, on. Talk maybe Steve. maybe we should uh, start a podcast. Yeah, Steve, let's start our own podcast. Yeah, good. I can be the Greg Brown of that podcast where I don't watch any of the games. And I just come up with bullshit to derail it. It'd be perfect. Yeah, actually. No, you're Andy. You're the, I'm the English soccer fan. You're the American soccer fan in that. Oh, is metaphor. that right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> you want to be like me and bullshit, but no, it's just, you don't have the skill set. We'll see. Okay. Start, start your podcast, podcast Greg. Spe- speaking of not having a skill set, maybe you should start a podcast and then come back to me. Andy, I know what I am, all right? <laughs> and it's not organizational guy. Part of knowing you are, staying in your lane. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, speaking of staying in your lane, uh, let's talk about this 49ers team. Um, they did not do very well. They, like we said, 2-14. and 14, Their only wins, both of them, came against the Cardinals. Both of them came in overtime. That's how close they were to being 0-16. What, what was the Cardinals' record? Uh, they were mediocre. Okay. I don't think they quite made the playoffs, but you can look that up. Stat check? Well, definitely not losing to the worst team in the league twice in overtime. No, no. Uh, they were not. Uh, I think the Jets are one of the worst teams. No, it was the Dolphins, rather, right? Because the uh, the Night Courage wore orange. Because that rhymes. Uh, this was um, a 49 team coached by Dennis Erickson, which I don't recognize, except I feel like I had a phone that was made by Erickson back in the day of flip phones. Yep. That's the only Erickson I remember. Um, they made an iPod competitor, too, if I remember correctly. To, oh, maybe, yeah. With Walkman. That sounds familiar. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, Erickson. Spelled slightly differently, uh, I think. Um, but he was um, almost a 500 coach for the Seahawks for four years and then came and uh, coached his dumpster fire to 2 and 14 and then got fired. Um, the fun fact about him is that out of his 13 challenges in his uh, NFL career, he only managed to win four of them. So good for him. Hadn't figured out the challenges. Well, granted, yeah, it was yeah. early, but yeah. Yeah. No one knows what the challenges are anymore, even then. Well, everybody still gets them now, though. It's like right? flipping a coin and he comes up heads four out of 13 times, you know? Just... Yeah, I don't know. That's that's still a pretty bad. It's <laughs> unlucky. Um, uh, the other coach of note, I think, that we will see a lot more of in uh, some fun times is Dan Quinn, who's a defensive line coach here. Uh, he will have quite the history against the Patriots. Of course, he loses here. Uh, no surprise, no spoilers, but uh, 2014, he is also the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks, who Brady torched in the fourth quarter of that Super Bowl. And then 2016, he hadn't had his fill, and he is now the head coach of the Falcons, who Brady torched in the second half of a Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if he's still coaching. That was my question. Is he still in league, or did that like break him? I feel like at that point, uh, no, apparently he is the Dallas defensive coordinator. Oh, nice. uh, I think he got fired uh, midway through 2020. Um, something like that. Yeah, it doesn't say, but I, I feel like that's what happened. So not not uh, not a great record since then. But I mean, he was he was an okay head coaches, the Falcons. But I mean, I don't think you come back from from that defeat. No. Um, and to, just to tell you a little bit about the um, this 49ers team, they had one Pro Bowler. It was their long snapper, long snapper Brian Jennings. Well, doesn't long everyone slapper? have to get one? I don't think so. I think I think we I think we've had Browns teams that didn't. Um, but they they. they Would you say, Greg? I think they changed that. I thought that was baseball that had to have at least one player per team, wasn't it? I'll stat check. All right. Um, But uh, their draft. uh, When we look at this, we I just look at uh, Wikipedia and it shows like their their table of all their draft picks, and if they're in blue, that means they made the roster. And if they're in yellow, that means they made at least a pro, one Pro Bowl. And just about every single one of their picks made the roster, which I don't think is a good sign for such a bad team. Because that just means they were so bad that they had to start all their rookies. But only one of them ever made a Pro Bowl, and that is Andy Lee, who is their punter. Yep. Um, who I believe, uh, I don't know if he's retired or not this season, but he, as of last I checked, he is the sole active player left from this 2004 draft. He's still playing. And he's the only one. Uh, let's see. But this game was on NFL on Fox, which we don't see very often. And we had Kurt Menefee and Tim Green as the commentators. Tom Green? 
That's what I thought, yeah. but no, it was Tim Green, who was much Eddie, less. Would you excited. like some sausage? Danny, would you like some sausage? The fact that I, I, I cook sausage often for breakfast and I sing that to myself every time. Dude, he's the man. He's weird as fuck. Yeah. No, no, he's not. Hmm. Have you he's, seen him recently, like in interviews? Recently, no. I, I he's he's very self-aware. He knew what he was doing the whole time. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. It's not Andy actually weird. Stuff. He's just like playing a character. Okay. Hey, that makes I mean, you still got you still got to have some weird shit going on upstairs if that's the character you decide to play. I don't know. Some people might call you weird, Andy. They yeah. do. Yeah. But yeah. I accept it. I don't. Yeah. I don't try to tell people I'm normal. He but doesn't either. Is, but you're Andy's normal. Andy's not playing. Andy's actually weird. Yeah. He's not weird. You're coming oh, from the two okay, Greg. He's autistic, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> ADHD. Thank you very much. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel bad for you, Andy, and right. I feel bad for Curtis Conway on this team. Curtis Conway—that's the only name I really recognize. But this is his last year of his career. Imagine yeah, this is how you, this is your swan song, the two and 14 49ers. Yeah, not great. Well, you, you don't recognize uh, Kevin Barlow, the running back, or Tim no. Rattay, or Ken Dorsey, Tim or John Engelberger. I mean, obviously Ken Dorsey—he's a fucking legend. Brandon Lloyd was on this team. Who? Brandon Lloyd. Really? Brandon Lloyd. Oh, he was. Did he even play in this game? If he did, he didn't have a catch. <laughs> I remember saying <laughs> he may have been hurt. I don't know. There's just so many. I like so you know a lot of these old games where you're like, man, it's a lot of no names. But you see the sprinkling. Hmm. There's just nobody on here. Yeah, there's all there's always Their like defense. a name you're like, oh that guy. That's right. Yeah, I remember him. He was good. Their defense. The team doesn't have that. No, as a full defense and no names. Yeah. I don't know. No, there, there's one. nobody. Yeah, their their defensive leaders were their strong safety Tony Parrish. No idea. Defensive end John Engelberger, who I feel like I would have remembered, were he like even anywhere good just because of the name. That's uh-huh. an amazing name. And Derek Smith, their linebacker, led the team. That's in tackles. such a no name name. Yeah, that, Derek Smith is like a a Madden created player name. Salim Rashid. Arna Arna's battle was on this team though. Oh, that bar. I remember from uh but let's talk about did. Dorsey. Hmm? Let's talk about Dorsey. All right, talk about Dorsey for me then. He's a legend. Is he? Yeah, he's an all-time underrated guy. In what way? Like he all he does is win, but he never gets the accolades. You do realizing he was a Miami quarterback, right? Yeah, he was yes. a two-time on Heisman that, finalist. On that team with ray lewis and everybody yeah. that they made the 30 for 30 about yeah oh yes. wait i remember being like oh kendrick he's gonna be good and then he got the nfl and he didn't do shit well he was a seventh round draft pick after being a two-time heisman finalist yep wow there was a reason though obviously because he he didn't win <laughs> he wasn't particularly good in this game yeah but he's we just talked about how bad the team was we talk about the all the time about the circumstances of a quarterback i don't think he That's got a true. fair shake yeah you throw him on a team like this, it's like he played for the Browns too after this. Oh, so it's yeah. not really like he ever stood a chance. It's true, but you could also say that this team the year after they had the first overall pick took Alex Smith, who similar skill set, would you say? Well, yeah, they took a Ken Dorsey. I guess. Yeah. And he turned the team around, Alex Smith. Did he though? Did he though? Uh, comparatively, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe Andy's just not giving any credit to Kaepernick. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Kaepernick mm. came after this. Mm. Mm. Also, also, he doesn't watch basketball. Mm. Man, fuck mm. basketball. Makes you wonder, Steve, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm just pointing out the facts here. Uh, uh, Ken Dorsey, who couldn't beat out Tim Rattay. I feel like that's probably not a... Not, why are you, not a, why not you a, a Ken Dorsey hater? Uh, I'm just a realist, Greg. Do you know what Ken Dorsey's doing right now? What's he doing right at selling cars? No, he's the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, he was like the quarterback's coach and Brian Dayball left. All <laughs> oh, right. He got promoted to offensive up? coordinator. No way. Yeah. So we will actually see how good he is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so suck on that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the number one offense in the NFL? Yeah, the one that he wasn't the offensive coordinator of. Well, he's quarterbacks coach of the best quarterback in the NFL. No, mm, Josh Allen's a bum. 
Unless Steve, unless yeah, yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We got to win that Super Bowl. I, not, I can't believe I didn't even. I thought he was just gone from the NFL. Yeah, I he figured he'd be person. like uh, trying to sell crypto to people these days. Hey, Niners fans, you remember me? It's Ken Dorsey <laughs> <laughs> and my no, buddy they, Joe Namath. <laughs> he'd definitely be selling in Florida, not San yeah. Francisco. <laughs> right. uh, hey, Miami. Yeah. Go the you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The you. Yep. Uh speaking of the you, Vince Wilfork in this game. Was he you? Was he yeah, he was at the mm-hmm. U. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like he was Rookie Vince team. Wilfork. Uh starting to show his uh why he is Vince Wilfork in this game. One of the highlights, one of the few highlights is when he puts the center on skates, basically picks him up and throws him at the running back. Causing running back to fumble, which was recovered by, I believe, Earthwind Moreland of all people. So, if you're the type of person who's looking for an Earthwind Moreland highlight, that will be your one. You came to the right place. Yeah, I don't know if there'll be another. So, get it while you can. Um, What else? So, some negative things that happened this game uh, for the Patriots. Their um, streak of 20 games scoring first, remember? Mm. We talked about that, like the fact that they had done this so long actually ended in this game of all t- of all games um, because the 49ers actually scored a touchdown first because the Patriots drove down the field twice to, to open the game. Um, then Corey Dillon fumbled the first time and then Brady got picked off uh, on the second drive, which set up their the 49ers opening TD. The 49ers would not score again. I'm not even sure they crossed midfield again. Watchability score of probably one. In this game, this might be the worst game that we. They go, they miss a field goal in the second quarter. They did, and nothing. Thirty-nine yep, yard it. chippy. Yeah, it didn't go. That's when it turned because then the Patriots scored again. Right, that now. was it. Yep, <laughs> that that was the end of it. They had their chance. Fucking Todd then. Peterson. Yeah. who the hell is that? Like, they didn't punt, even punt, punt, punt fumble, downs, fumble, end of game. And this was also like a 49ers team that like they got the ball. They actually picked off Brady a couple times. Um, or no, they, they picked him off and then had a strip sack like under two minutes and they had all three timeouts and they're at like their own 30 or something like that. Um, and they tried one deep shot and then it didn't work. So they just like ran out the clock. It was, it was ridiculous. And they interviewed the head coach. He's like, well, you know, we tried, but we got sacked. So we didn't, uh, we don't want to give the ball back to him. So we just ran out the clock. Like, well, this is smart. That's when the game ended. Seven seven at half. Yeah, yeah. Take that as a two and thirteen team. I guess, but that was kind of field goal. But it was like showing that you didn't trust your team, though, right? Why would you trust them? They're two and thirteen. Well, probably would fumble the ball and give it away. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, at halftime, because this was an NFL on Fox, you get the NFC commentators. So uh, one of the quotes was, "The thing that has undone New England all season are their turnovers." Uh, he says about a team coming in 13 and two on the season. Right. So yeah, undone all the time, but they showed some stat that said um, the Patriots over the past two years are 30 and four and all four of those losses, they had at least four turnovers and at the half they had three. So, I mean, it's understandable why they're kind of trying to bring that up, but like, yeah, you're not going to win a game with four turnovers generally. Yeah. Brady so. always says those meltdown games. We had one a couple of weeks ago against the Dolphins in the uh, when Courage wore orange, Steve. Yeah, through four picks. Stupid fucking thing. Yeah, but he doesn't have meltdown games anymore. Like this is this back in these days, he used to have like one every once in a while, like at least one a season, mm. right? Like in two thousand one, remember he threw like four picks in the fourth quarter against the Broncos. Yep. After starting the his career, never having thrown an interception in like a few games. Then he got them all out in once. Um, I'm surprised they didn't make more of this being a Tom Brady revenge game, though. Because True. this was the news where, like, you know, Brady was from San Mateo and, like, grew up loving the 49ers and Joe Montana. And then, like, being salty that the 49ers didn't draft him. I'm going to guess that whoever was a GM in 2000 is no longer the GM on a 2-13 and team. Oh, can we stat check that? Who was the who was the 49ers GM in 2000? Greg. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's such a good statue. I tried to look at the Pro Bowl question. I couldn't find an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I 
killing it. Well, I'm glad we keep you around, Ricky. Terry Donahue was a GM in 04. Who was, yeah, who was the, it in 2000 when they could have drafted Tom Brady? I've got, got to the bottom of that. He was 2001 GM. Oh, so then who was 2000? They got fired for not drafting Tom Brady in 2001. So, uh, Speaking of getting fired, though, Gerard Cherry in this game was like playing like a bet out of hell, downing punts at the goal line. Uh, but they're talking about how he was actually waived and re-signed this week. So I think somebody... The GM of uh, 2009ers, Bill Walsh. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, whoopsie daisies. Yeah. Whoopsie daisies. Probably should have drafted the next uh, Joe Montana, but oh well. Who was it that said that they had like a third round? There's someone famous. Bill Polian. Bill Polian, yeah. He said he had a first round on him or something stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure you did. That's why you didn't draft That's it. the quickest way for me to fucking think you're a phony. Yeah. Like it's to say yeah. shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, just admit it. You're like, we didn't see it coming. We got that one wrong. That's fine. Yeah. This is like, you're not going to get everyone right. But to be like, yeah, well, I saw it coming. I just, you know, I didn't do it. Right. <laughs> that is the biggest. Yeah. That makes you really more of an idiot. If you know you're so good, why did yeah. you draft him? Right. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, no, I knew the Celtics were going to win. I just didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. I thought I definitely thought it before the game. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure you did. Got to put that money where your mouth is. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, so the difference between these two teams uh, was basically shown in the first quarter. Uh, the Patriots driving down in their first drive. Corey Dillon fumbles the ball. He, he um, catches a screen pass and he gets knocked out as he's going to the ground. 49ers recover. And then they immediately have three penalties in a row. They have holding and then holding and then a false start. So they're now at first and 34, which is not a great way to um, take advantage of a turnover. Uh, but then they would eventually score a touchdown and the Patriots immediately march straight down the field and tie the game on a Mike Rabel when you're a touchdown catch, which just kind of shows the difference in resiliency between the two teams, I think. And also the fact That's- that yeah, it's a meaningless week 17 game, though. That's yeah. what we have to we have to put all we have to view all of this through the lens of. Yeah, nobody on that field really gives a shit about the final score. They're just playing to either not get hurt or try and get signed by someone next year. Maybe Yeah, I watched that highlight and it was a fourth quarter. Corey Dillon touchdown where mm-hmm. Rohan Davey hands off to Corey Dillon and just nobody even wants to touch him. And Corey doesn't mm-hmm. want to get hit. He just kind of like falls over a little it's bit. like the Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah, NFL is not worth playing if you're not playing at 100%. Right. It's almost true. insulting to the game of football, you know? That's true. I do think this 49ers defense was playing till the end. The offense gave up uh, at the half. Have you ever guys been on a team where you just, like, give up? Yeah. Every team, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's the reason the teams give up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the huddle like, like guys, who gives a fuck? You know? He's like the first one that like undoes their tie at a wedding. Yeah. Where like everyone just likes like dominoes after that. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm the opposite now. I got a new strategy. I oh. keep it on the whole time. You're the last guy with tie. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got a I got a new one. It's tie the tie around your head. That's that guy. <laughs> that I figured guy. Steve would be that guy. That, that ain't guy new, gets man. shit gets wild with that guy. <laughs> that ain't new. <laughs> I always pictured Steve as the the tie around your head guy. Oh yeah, we've all been there. I've been the, I mean, I'm the one who splits the pants right up the ass seam, you know. That is true. You have just once though, right? Or was it so funny. That one time I remember, yeah. <laughs> I tell everybody that story. It's pretty good. Kids just got a donk. He doesn't know where to put it. Steve Steve's built for weddings. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I got three in three weeks in October. But yikes, dude! I'm glad I'm done with that. Yeah, but as you alluded to, Steve, the uh, the starters did not play in the fourth quarter. Rohan, even though the score was only fourteen seven, Patriots. The future of the Patriots, Rohan Davy. Rohan yes. Davy. Rohan Davy, a linebacker he's, playing quarterback, dude. He's is huge. the man. Huge. He can move too. Throw on the run. He, he almost threw a, a dart on a touchdown. He was ahead of his time. If he Rohan Davy comes out now, he's probably a first round pick. Rohan Davy's like. Oh, he's so toolsy. He's like a Jacoby Brissett. I think that I think that's probably his ceiling is Jacoby Brissett. I think he was just too big. He was a big guy, but he could move though, just like Jacoby could. 
Yeah. Ken. I think six two two forty five. That's a big boy. He's a big boy. Yeah. But I mean, everybody was bigger than that in those days. Like, what were the linebackers back then? He's right. Jamaican. He had to be big. <laughs> Rohan Davy rules, dude. Yeah. Did you know he was player of the year in NFL Europe? Dude, I did Tom actually. Six, yeah. Five, two, like he tore it up in NFL Europe. Berlin Thunder. Yeah. They're bringing, they're bringing that back. NFL Europe. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, called the expanded teams. Jaguars. Hey, <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, that's about Jackson, right. Jags aren't good enough for that. Yeah. No, we actually want some real players. Yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville just ends up coming in last in NFL Europe. <laughs> well, I think the rule is uh, you're only allowed to roster, I want to say it's four uh, football players from America on each team, a maximum of four, and only two of them or two or three of them can be on the field at the same time. So that's cool. They're definitely trying to get like homegrown talent to play these games. Most of the teams, I think, are in like uh, the Germany area. Um, with a few here and there. I think a couple like Italian teams, things like that. The Germans like football? Apparently, yeah. Well, the, the NFL is going to Germany this year, isn't there? They Buccaneers are. are playing over there, yeah. Yep. Where? They have a couple games. Munich? I'm assuming. Allianz Arena? Yeah. I think the tickets were like surprisingly affordable when they came out. You going to go, Andy? I'm not. Why? Because I have a four-month-old. <laughs> oh. Yeah, even the house is tough. Dude, like, go going to the water. grocery store by myself is like an adventure. By that point, you can be able to leave some food and water out for him. He'll be fine. That's yeah, true. yeah. Just get it, give him a couple of shots of Jack. Yeah, he'll be fine. Put him up for a few hours. <laughs> yep. That's all I need to go to Germany to watch a football game. A couple hours. It'll be fine. I'll red eye it there and back again. Go for the weekend. Can you name the um the Davy five, <laughs> the five quarterbacks drafted ahead of Rohan Davy. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'll listen. And Dorsey. No, this is 2002. David Carr, Joey okay. Harrington, Patrick Ramsey, Josh McCown, and David Gerard. So you could argue that he was on par with all of those, and the Pages got him for cheap. All those names are better. Yeah. I'm on team Greg here. Except maybe Patrick Ramsey. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a situational thing, Greg. I think it's a situation. You don't know because he had to sit behind Tom Brady the whole time. Maybe he was as good as them talent wise. Maybe you just didn't get his chance. I agree with that. Yeah. But as far as like accomplishments, he. Oh, you know, Joey Harrington really, he put up those accomplishments. I think Joey Harrington, more people know the name Joey Harrington than know the name. Rohan Davy. Not to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Also, starting NFL games as opposed to being a backup is for sure more accomplished, even if you lose those games. It is, it is telling that he never plays for another team. Yeah. If you can win a starting or job. Or maybe the Patriots just really valued him so much that they wouldn't let him go. He only played for the Patriots. Dude, spin zone Brown over there. He literally <laughs> let him go <laughs> after the season. And this is the last game he shows up in. That's fine. You know how he lo- ended up losing his job? Doug Flutie. Doug. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. According to wikipedia.com. Upon yeah, returning to the Patriots, he lost his backup job, job to Doug Flutie and lost the third string slot to Matt Castle. Oh, interesting. Foreshadowing. Mm. Rohan's middle name is St. Patrick. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I think he gets lit on St. Rohan St. Patrick's Davy, dude. This guy rules <laughs> <laughs> from Jamaica. Oh, why is St. Patrick a thing in Jamaica? I, mean, I, 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 I think lot, it's yeah. religion is the same everywhere, isn't it? So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably. A, and, and, a and, you know, the Jamaican and the yeah. Irish. They, they, I feel like they have a similar vibe. No, <laughs> Jamaicans and Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what? See, I view them as complete opposites. I got similar vibes. Lay back I know Irish people are like miserable, drunken pricks that live in a terrible climate and are super pasty. Jamaicans are like yaman. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna bring chill. raisin to that. I was talking about no. I think uh, their vibe is so they, they, the Irish love to have a good time. The Jamaicans love to have a good time. That's true. The times that they have, the good times that they have, are slightly different. 
Yeah, I guess but I just see vibes were a little more cynically. The vibes are similar. That's all I'm saying. It seems like he's a consultant now. Oh yeah, he's not the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something. Oh, I was hoping for something like that. I got his <laughs> consultant at Money Management International, which is so okay. vague. Dude, he played arena football. All, everybody played arena okay. football. Uh, there was a, a player in this game, I think, who the guy that picked off Tom Brady played. They were talking about how he played in the uh, AFL two, the second division arena football. Really? Yeah, where uh, you only got paid. You got paid fifty bucks if your team won the game. Oh, and that was a few years ago, and now he's starting quarterback on the awful, but starting quarterback in the NFL for the 49ers and picking off Tom Brady. So, I mean, that's that's something you bring your kids, right? Mm-hmm. And tell your grandkids one day, I, I picked off Tom Brady. Don't worry about it. But uh, speaking of money management, Steve, um, Corey Dillon this game uh, achieved one of his incentives, which was going over 1,600 yards, and he, and he matched it. So he got an extra 375K for uh, his 100-yard rushing game this game, which is the first time a a running back went over 1,600 in like a very long time for the Patriots. And since, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody has since. Definitely not. No. I got a a question, not a rhetorical, but uh, who is the the all-time Patriots backup quarterback? Tom Brady. Oh, nice, Andy. That's a good one. I mean, in the sense that they never played. They never, like, came to fruition. So, no Castle, no Brady, no Cam. Hoyer count? Or is what about Brissett? Hoyer counts. Brissett counts. But Brissett started in... um, Yeah, why doesn't Castle... Yeah, but I mean, like, a season. They didn't play a season. Um, They played, like, two seasons. Michael Bishop. Michael Bishop. That's who I was thinking, too. What? Michael Bishop. All-time backup. Everybody was so hyped on Bishop. Huge. And then you, you could throw Garoppolo in that too. Yes, that's the answer. Garoppolo made it to a Super Bowl. I don't think you can throw him in that same thing. Yeah, but if, I mean, if you can't if you can't put Matt Castle in there, right, then you so can't put. I'm viewing it through this lens of the guy that was the backup that everybody used to be like. You watch him in preseason and go, he looked pretty good with the second unit. Maybe you know, maybe there's something there. Like we used to say that with Bishop all the time. We used to say that with Davy. We used to say that with Garoppolo. Hoyer, everyone kind of knew sucked. Stidham. Who was the uh yeah, did yeah what was the um the one Greg when we went to um the the preseason practice and it was like right after Brady was good it was around this time um he's a head coach now oh yeah the guy from Texas Tech yeah yeah what's his name um it wasn't O'Connell he was after it's the the fancy looking guy yeah 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 Sir L A yeah Patrick Arizona Hall. say it again Steve. Patrick Mahomes? No. Oh, we fucking. <laughs> we shouldn't have fucking made him repeat it because it's so, so dumb. <laughs> Arizona head coach. Someone up there is like Cliff Kingsbury. That's him. Yes, Cliff. That's Kingsbury. a good one too. Yep. And then you, Kevin you were you were high on him. You're like he's the next Tom Brady. It's got to be yeah. Garoppolo though. He uh, had by far the most hype around him. Yeah, uh, I think you were just too young to came remember. In and started in that Dolphins game and he played three quarters and was lit and then immediately got hurt. And we were oh like, yeah, oh, was, uh, talk about a flash in the pan. I was I mean, at that see, game. We were all so hyped up. I mean, yeah. Brissett was the same though. I mean, he had no, that game no, where he ran no. for the touchdown. No, 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 no. And even Jimmy Grapes was different. About his release, and how quick it was. Uh huh. And he was a second round pick, so people yeah. were like, That's "Well, true. Belichick yeah. must have seen something in him." Yep. I think he did. I mean, he's good when he's not hurt. Yeah, he's really good. He just always hurt. Best the best abilities availability, right, Greg? That's right. All right. Bishop though, that. Bishop was awesome. Yeah, yeah. He was he was backing up Drew Bledsoe, and they would bring him on basically only to throw hail marys, and he completed one once. Everybody was like, "Why isn't he playing more?" <laughs> um, but what I I believe <laughs> yeah. he like couldn't. He had struggled to learn the playbook or something like that because. Um, he was from Kansas, his, I think. His seventh round draft pick. Yeah, and um, and so he just like I I remember there being like they bring him in on like goal line situations too to run like the option, and he would still like they'd have to do like uh, it would be like false starts and delay of games and things like that. So it just didn't quite work out. Uh, well, also on that topic, uh, speaking of guys who flash but never didn't quite work out, uh, Bethel Johnson had a pretty decent game. 
I, uh, see, like I he had a, he had a very Bethel Johnson game. Let me say, I that. like Bethel pick with that as well, Greg. I, I I think Bethel Johnson is a lot better than I had in my head. Yeah, well, I agree. But he he always just can't stay on the field. Is the problem? Like half the games, it's like uh, he was not dressed to play because he didn't participate well in practice this week or something like that. That was Steve. Yeah. What not participating in practice? That's not yeah. Uh, well, but he actually was a slight on Tyquan Thornton when they drafted him this year. They said, "Oh, you know, there's the next Bethel Johnson," and he's actually yeah. like Bethel's good. Yeah, he's really good in these games. Uh, he was actually returning punts in this game. First one he did, he took it to the house, but they got called back for like a an iffy block in the back that didn't actually need to be blocked, which is stupid. It was the worst. But yeah, was, and but he also like had a deep bomb from bomb from Rohan that he just like let go right through his hands right at the end of the game. So kind of a typical. So you thought the referee was bad, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> referee was fine. What about the commentators? No, the, these referees were definitely like, let's get the fuck out of here. We're not let's, calling anything. Let's clip that one, Steve. Yeah, you just said the referee was fine. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. I don't believe I don't believe my ears. All right. How do you think the refereeing's been in the uh NBA playoffs? One game was bad, the other one's been good. Yeah, it hasn't been bad in the finals, actually. How it's a lot it better been? than the the heat in the buck series was atrocious. Yeah. Well, you want physical basketball. You should have watched the buck series, Andy. Yeah. That was football. I, I don't want physical basketball. I want. You said there's not violence. violence. Yeah. There's a lot of violence. That's not violence. You like concussions? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not for, not the, for the player's sake. No, but for entertainment's sake, there's nothing better. Watching a big hit. They, I mean, what, what was that segment that they used to have? The, uh, you got lit up, whatever the hell it was. Up. Yeah, they they had fucking uh, VHS videos of like, oh yeah, NFL's greatest hits, and it was just yeah. like people getting their heads taken off. Yeah, I can't. Watch. Lawrence Taylor blindsiding quarterbacks for like forty five minutes on VHS. It's different when they have a helmet on, like compared to like MMA. I can't watch MMA. Oh, you're not kidding. When they like knock someone out and then just smoke them in the face like twice when they're on the yeah, ground. Before, yeah, before the yeah the referee can get there to break it up. It's brutal, dude. You're going to have a different kind of mind to be able to be like, I knock this guy out, but I'm going to hit him until somebody tells tears yeah. me off him, just in case. Yeah. Fucking it. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. It is. Jesus. All right. You want to do uh, best and worst? Actually, no, Greg, didn't you want to talk about the um, playoff picture before we do that? Oh boy. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> We're doing it live. Let's do it live. Fuck it. I, I would love it. I would love, I would love to see a podcast live. you ran. <laughs> All right. Start so podcast. I will be let's a guest. See here. 2004 standings. All so right. Give so the division AFC. winners. Let's let's talk division winners, right? Obviously, the Pats win the East. Yep. Pittsburgh Steelers are the number one seed in the AFC with a 15 and one record. Yeah. Who was that lost? T. Da. It was the Ravens, I think. It was week one, whatever it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. Because it, uh, it was a week one or two. Um, one, because Ben Rothster comes in week two. The Roethlisberger. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that could have been the loss, but it wasn't a game you started. So it didn't go. As on. this is my segment. <laughs> well, answer the fucking questions then. Yeah. It's a stupid question. Fact check it. All right. Back to business. AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts, 12 and 4. The West Chargers, 12 and 4. So the usual suspects in the AFC. Pats, Steelers, Colts, Chargers, Broncos, and the Jets sneak in as the the wild cards. Okay. Yes. And and the the Bills, they were saying in this game, the commentator, the Bills were the team that got hot late. And nobody wanted mm-hmm. to play them if they made the playoffs. So probably good for AFC that the Bills did not make the playoffs. They finished um, the game out. But these Colts, they they also talked about them. And they put up a little, um, you know, stat thing about them. Uh, Peyton Manning set the NFL record for 49 touchdown passes. Most mm-hmm. touchdown passes ever breaking Dan Marino's record. It's their second straight AFC South title. They also had three wide receivers on this team with 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns, which had never been done in the NFL before. So this is a fucking offensive wagon. Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, and can you name the third guy? Dallas Clark. No. Pierre Garçon. Brandon Stokely. Stokely. And um, Dwight Freeney leads the NFL with 16 sacks. 
And the number two offense in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs went seven and nine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Misled. Oops. Oopsie daisies. So what does the NFC look like? NFC. NFC East. The NFC sucked. Yeah. NFC East, the Eagles won it at 13 and three, the only team to finish above 500. Giants, Cowboys, and Redskins all had six wins. Correct. NFC North, good, our good buddy Favre, 10 and six, wins the division. Vikings are in at eight and eight as a wild card. Oof. Falcons win the South, 11 and five, and the Seahawks win the West, nine and seven. Oof. And the Rams get in with an eight and eight record. So two 500 teams is your wild cards. Dog shit conference. So yeah. Two 500s and nine and seven. Two nine and sevens? One nine and seven. There's only one team that had less than six losses. Good Lord. And that's the team that won the Super Bowl. So, so basically the, the Eagles had a cakewalk to the Super Bowl, which is the only reason they got there because this is their fourth attempt. Yes, I think I getting to the AFC, uh, the NFC championship game. They finally, well, Andy breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. Andy and Donovan, but it sounds like they had a cakewalk to do it. So we got Colts, Broncos, Chargers, Jets, Patsons, and the Steelers get a bye. Yeah. All right. So who, wait, who the, are the Colts playing? The Colts are playing the Broncos. Colts, Broncos. Oh, I think I remember that game. That was a game where nobody punted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolute barn burner. I thought it was last year. I think the Colts did that last year too. I think they do it back to back years. Oh, <laughs> until they meet the Patriots, and yeah, we all know how that goes. Yeah, I'm excited about this this uh, playoff run. I did like that they showed um, the uh, place where they hang the banners in New England, like they had them on the um, the walkway, and there's only two, and just looks <laughs> so empty with just the two banners. Like, oh, that's quaint. I remember those yeah. days. Yeah. All right, so that's that's your playoff thing, huh? You know. Yep. MVP Peyton Manning, of course. Who's the offensive um, player of the year? Walter Peyton, man of the year, work done. Okay, work done. He's done like a shit ton of work. He like builds people houses. I think now, like yeah, he's a super big too. humanitarian. Didn't he? He did. He built a house for somebody famous. I think it might have been like Lamar Jackson or something. Really? Yeah, I think I saw a segment oh, on that. Look that shit up, Andy. <laughs> Defensive player of the year, Ed Reed. Big Ben, rookie of the year for offense. And Jonathan Vilma, AP defensive rookie of the year. He had a, he had a pick six against the, um, against the uh, Rams in this final week to send the, the, the Jets to the playoffs. Yeah. Interesting, um, interesting comeback player of the year, Drew Brees. Oh, hmm. that's right. With the Saints, right? This is his first year on the Saints. I, I believe. I think he's still on the Chargers, isn't he? Mm. Let's take a looksie poo here. No. Yeah, Drew Brees still on the Chargers because right because that's why they shipped him out is because he had what was it like elbow issues or something like that? Uh, the elbow or knee, yeah, something like that. I could be wrong. It's crazy to think about Drew Brees' Chargers days like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought he like was okay and then got hurt and then got shipped out. I know he went to the playoffs. He must get shipped out after this year. Must have, yeah. Uh, Greg, so you were close, um, but it's not as happy a story anymore. Um, oh, no. By providing families with a positive home environment, WC, blah, blah, blah. In 2006, one of these homes that um, Dunn built through his charity happened to go to the family of future NFL player, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Oh, no. <laughs> how, many, how many women were molested in that house? <laughs> He's like, can you meet me at the, my childhood home? It's only like 30 minutes away. Oops. <laughs> so Dude, let's talk about that. Full circle. Let's talk about that. Uh, do you think Deshaun Watson plays this year? No. Mm, probably not. Probably not. Well, they suspended, uh, who was it, the Ridley for gambling on football for a year. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And so it's got to be more than that, right? It's so inconsistent. Nah, it can't really. Yeah. Now. 66. That's just so much. In 17 months. Yeah. Just, just so think about the logistics of that. Right. It's a new masseuse yeah. every week. Dude, yeah, I, like, I can't even text this group chat once a week. <laughs> we know. And this guy's out here. Getting you to show up on a fucking podcast is a goddamn I mean, full-time job. Buttering them up. And 
and then presenting his penis. That's a lot of effort, dude. He's got like multiple massages from him too. Like he's he's fucking criminally horny. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that the Houston Texans kind of like <laughs> provided him hotel rooms and NDAs and shit. NDAs. They gave him an NDA. Fuck. Yeah. Just fucking yeah, Google it. How do you feel about Robert Kraft's thing as well, though? Um, it's, it's different. But it's simple. different. But it's also simple. I, see, see, to me, You're both getting handies from masseuses. Yeah, but to Kraft's me, the, the, the issue is the way. volume, dude. Like, if you, if, yeah. if someone just went to some fucking massage parlor that they knew, right? Like, and they knew like, that yeah, that's what happened I would there. never do that, but right. whatever, this guy's got to think. But this guy is 66 different women. Yeah. Like, that is like, <laughs> that's how does he ass. even have the time to do that? He's got to be so, like, yeah. kind of like screw loose, There's deranged, criminally horny to, to even go through with that. Something. That that just strikes me as something that I would never even conceive of doing. Not right, even yeah. Like, yeah, I could see myself doing it. Like, never in a million years. No. <laughs> That's just and, so and to think he, think he could get away with it. Right. <laughs> Do you think yeah, 66 women were just not going to say anything about him just pulling his dick out at a massage? That's crazy. Right. They got away with it 66 times. Like, you know? He almost did get away with <laughs> it. Away, avoided criminal charges. Yeah. A so record far. contract. Yeah. He got $230 million guaranteed. guaranteed. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he can get away with it. It's crazy. You think he sees in that money? That's why when people are like Kaepernick, you know, like they're blackballing them. It's like, no, dude. If if you're good enough, they'll look past anything in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, unless, yeah, I suppose. Unless it goes against the shield. I mean, just look at uh, the Dan Snyder stuff. I think they don't like that. There's a whole lot of smoke now about him getting released because, or him having to sell the team because the. Uh, it came out that he was shorting the NFL money and he was like cooking the books on like how much they were making. Really? Yeah. I didn't, and I didn't so there's that. a whole bunch of like, like Ooh. owners and stuff coming out and be like, well, you know, maybe we'll have to take a phone You know, all this shit. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd love so, to see him go down. So of all the shit he's done, the reason he gets let go is because he's hiding money from the NFL. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I right. saw the Ray Rice video and then just like, eh, whatever. And then it came out and like, ah, oh, God damn it, we gotta do something. <laughs> right, yeah. If it as long as it doesn't hurt the shield, they're fine with it. And I think maybe you could argue that so like Handy's Kaepernick is hurting the shield because hurting the shield. Yeah, Watson's yeah. hurting the shield. Oh yeah, he is now. Oh yeah, but it was also one of those calculated risks of you know, yeah, just if blow over like all the other. Exactly. If you're good enough, the Browns calculated wrong. <laughs> what a surprise! Can you imagine if they're out three first round picks, two hundred thirty million dollars, and away three starting first quarterback too? Three first rounds, yeah. First oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah. And Baker Mayfield's still on the roster and won't play. Won't play. Yeah, well, dude. Baker's never gonna play there. No, he will dude, not. This could be an all-time meltdown from a franchise standpoint. All time. Yeah. They were so close, and then they just oh, man. That just made me really <laughs> happy. <laughs> Craig. Uh it's the most brown shit ever because they were like starting <laughs> to turn around. They had like a good yeah. squad. Yeah. Like gave the Chiefs a run in the playoffs. Fantastic. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yep. So good. Jesus. Anyways, right. Roe, v, Roe v. Wade, what do you think of that, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Very naughty. Tell me your thoughts on Uvalde, Texas. I will not. Okay. Uh, get rid of all doors. No, no, no doors. No, no doors, no ceilings, no windows. Right. <laughs> just yeah, just helicopter them in and then they, they helicopter them out continuum. once they graduate. Yeah. It's fine. Dude, I think we should all just be like the Matrix where they put us in those pods and they just download <laughs> thoughts and dreams into our brains and then we're completely safe because we're Good in the time. pods. Completely safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you know we're not in the Matrix right now, Greg? And we're happy. Well, because we're not happy, Andy. Well, maybe it'll just, maybe once we get to a certain level of unhappiness, they just reset it and start over like you're rebooting a computer. I'm happy. I'm happy see, as a dog and shit, dude. You seem happy. Dogs and shit aren't happy. I know. Pigs and shit. Pigs and shit. Uh, dog. Don't I don't think dogs enjoy. Well, actually, some dogs do enjoy Steve, rolling in their own shit. Uh, comment. If they get some something gross smell on the ground, they rub themselves all over it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we have friends that we saw recently. They have two dogs, and one of them apparently they used to live in California, so they're on the beach. 
and um, they let the dogs off the leash and one ran o- away and they go, went to go get it. And they saw him rolling around in something that turned out to be um, the carcass of a dead seal. Ooh. Yeah. And they both threw up trying to clean the dog afterwards. Oh. It smelled so bad. And the dog was unbelievably happy. Oh, yeah. I'll bet he's camouflaged. So good. Some fucking seal guts, dude. Seal guts just all over your body, just rolling in it. Unbelievable. Rancid. Yeah. It's like when we were back at the old house when we were by the lake. I was like walking along the shoreline and like walking on rocks. Yeah. Because it was kind of the water was kind of down. And I stepped on one. I was like, oh, that's a furry rock. And it was just a dead beaver. (laughs) 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 Fucking gross. Gross, dude. It freaked me out for years. I, I, I never, I he's just walk, like fucking super careful about where I walked after that. <laughs> yeah, it's just nasty. Yeah. What's the beaver population around here, guys? Around where? We live just in different places. Walking. He's got to check it, check the yeah. stats. Google it, Greg. North Carolina Tell beaver me. population. Oh, he knows. Every time he goes there, <laughs> he doesn't have to go easy. Are Google. we still talking about the same beavers? <laughs> <laughs> It's like half of them, right? It's 50-50. They have a thing in Darrow. It's called the, the Beaver Queen pageant. Okay. What? The Beaver Queen pageant. No, no, I heard you. I just... Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't really know where it like came from, but it's like they do like a newsletter in the neighborhood. They hand out like flyers. It's like a big thing. Like. Girls will dress up as like a beaver and do whatever creative thing they can do. And like clockwork, every time something gets given to us about beaver queen, I was like, oh, Kelly, wasn't that your nickname in high school? (laughs) (laughs) I probably made that joke like 60 times. And it just keeps getting funnier and funnier. And you fucking cackle at it every time, don't you? It's a fucking hilarious beaver queen. (laughs) The best part about a joke is that only you need to find it funny for it to be funny. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, it just fills me with joy just thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh boy, that's my best of the week. <laughs> beaver Queen jokes. Yeah. Beaver queen. <laughs> the other, the other go-to line is, uh, "Is not the name of your sex tape?" Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that probably works for Beaver Queen. Oh, that could be you. That you could be the Beaver Queen. Yeah, be the name of your sex tape. It's true. So you should mix it up next time. No, no, stay with the original, Greg. Okay. <laughs> just keep that into the ground. It's yeah, a dirty just, joke, you know? Yeah. Repetition. Yeah. <laughs> That's what just makes gotta, it funnier. Gotta get your a joke into the ground. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So that's your best. What's your worst, Greg? Um, week 17 football. They should just make a rule where if it doesn't affect either team, you can just sit it out. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't know? that why they're all um flip a coin? Yeah. They're, they're all uh divisional games now, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Although now there's an 18th week, and so who knows? Yeah. Sure. They'll I guess they'll never do that, huh? NFL needs their buckaroos. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Even uh, here's a hot take. Preseason football is better than week 17 football. Yes, there's more excitement. That's mm-hmm. a very hot take. I disagree completely. No way. Yeah, no, that's no fourth preseason Wait, game. Like, a, like this sort of week 17, mm-hmm. it's just meaningless. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's less meaningless than no, because in preseason, you're like excited about the rookies, your first time you're getting to see them, you're like oh, mm-hmm. that guy could be good, you know. Mm-hmm. Week 17, you're like, I don't give a shit, just give me the playoffs, mm-hmm. or you're like, or the 49ers, like, I don't care, so I'm gonna go home, I don't even want to watch. Yeah, we're on the clock, <laughs> who are we drafting. Yeah. That's what Chris Berman said in the highlights. What? He's like, the Patriots versus the 49ers who were already on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were. They were. Locked up that number one draft pick mm. who they use to pick Alex Smith. And then uh, third round, they drafted Frank Gore. So Ooh. not a bad draft. Wow. Yeah. A couple of stalwarts. I guess that's what happens when you pick first in each round. Yes. So, all right, Steve, you got any uh, best and worst? I have a best and worst one wow. thing. Same Congo. thing. Yep. Okay. Uh, and his name is Jeff Carr. 
Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I knew we were going to call him out. Oh, yeah. Why? Why is he your best? Just because he didn't have, he didn't come on here, and that's nice. So we'd have to talk to him. Okay. And your yeah, worst is the fact the that you know worst. him. You, you care to explain yeah. the context of who Jeff Carr yeah, is? It's the, oh, worst. Yeah. it's the worst because the worst decision he ever made. <laughs> he was our friend growing up in New Hampshire, and it's like I'm going to support the 49ers because I like Jerry Rice. That's it. That was his whole thought process. That was, that was odd. Like, I mean, I was like that too, but you know, then I graduated third grade and realized yeah. that. He but he's like a huge Red Sox fan, so it didn't make any huge, sense. Not like huge Celtics guy. Yeah, loves, the, loves the Celtics. Yeah, loves everything but the Patriots. And, and then like, why? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to pick three of them, but not the fourth. And he yeah, did it like crazy. right before like Tom Brady. <laughs> and so he has to sit there, and this is the first time the Niners have come up and just think about his poor life there. What is his? What does he say? His rationale is just like I like Jerry, Jerry Rice? Rice. That is it. I've asked him so many times. So did I. I love Jerry Rice too. Oh yeah, I, had I was a huge Montana and Steve Young fan. <laughs> love Joe Montana. I, I like had the, his um, Falcons. I had his Joe Montana's action figure. Remember those little starting yeah, lineup guys? Remember that? I fucking love that one. I had that Jerry Rice poster in my room for you. I used to play. I play with that so much that the numbers rubbed off. Like the, it's just like a oh. blank jersey now. Nope. <laughs> Phrasing. We're, we're borderline here. <laughs> Very naughty. <laughs> All right. So your best yeah. and worst is, is Andy had a habit of playing with things a little too much when he was a kid. Yeah. That's yeah. right. He used to call me Beaver Queen in high school. <laughs> Beaver King. No, they call me Beaver Definitely Queen. not Beaver King. It was it was it was, it was a very hurtful being called Beaver Queen. Cool. Beaver King. <laughs> All right. Um best and worst. Uh, can I revise my worst? My worst is you watching this game, Andy, which is just a psychopath move, dude. No, you it's cannot psychopath. revise that. All right. All right, go ahead. And I literally just had it on on my computer while I was working. So mm. Mm. only half watched it. Mm. But I watched enough to take enough notes to carry this podcast since neither yeah. of you actually watch a fucking mm. game. Good for you. Um, the best is the Patriots tie the best record after winning a Super Bowl, uh, 14 and two. Uh, I didn't have enough time to go back and find out who the other team is. So if you know, and you let us know who it was and you're correct, well, I don't know, we'll send you a t-shirt. How about 49ers? That? Dallas Cowboys. Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, we can we can guess all okay. we fucking want, but a lot of you know if that's correct. So if somebody sends us a correct answer. One of us could on social media or something. You can find it on the website, passpod.com. You can find it on social media. Uh, if you send us the correct answer, we will send you a t-shirt. Um, so that was the best. Uh, also, um, <laughs> I don't know if this is the best or worst, but they showed a list of the most, the, the quarterbacks with the highest winning percentage since 1970. Because um, this time Tom Brady was top with a 770 win percentage. Other four quarterbacks in the top five. Jim McMahon, um, Danny White of the Cowboys, Dan Marino, and Mark Rippon. Fucking Danny random White. assortment of quarterbacks Damn. to be on the winningest quarterbacks list. Danny White. Danny White. Yeah, I mean, he was old school. Um, back when the Cowboys were good, I think. Like Roger Staubach era-ish, I believe. But Jim McMahon? What was, he was Tom he, Brady's? Huh? What was Tom Brady's winning percentage? 770. Jim McMahon was 754. Dude, that was so with the 85 Bears era. Still current. Uh, Danny White was 738. Still not bad. Dan Marino, 705. So the fact that he won that many games at such a high clip and never won a Super Bowl is pretty rough. And then Mark Rippon of the Washington, at the time, Redskins, 689. Best winning percentage since 1970, which Tom is Brady's a little ridiculous. Hmm? We got a bye week next Brady's week, 764. Right? There is a bye week. He's, he's, we, seven, he's his Brady is actually better now. No, seven sixty four. Okay, yeah, seven seventy. Yeah. Gone down slightly. Still top of that list though. What a bum. Uh, yeah, no. So yeah, the Patriots will have a bye in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, and after you know that, we, we will do? meet up. What's I that? Got an idea? Bye weeks. We should watch a pre-dynasty game. Okay. Instead, I've got a couple that I could recommend. Yeah. Because yeah. then we can just pick and choose whichever one. Then we can watch like sick games. Okay. I mean, I, I'm gonna. Um, the games. I'll Do you have some in mind? 
Oh, does do. Andy have what about finding the recordings, Andy? How are you gonna find the recording? Dude, them? they're out there. I've seen a couple. Don't worry about I it. I know, Greg. Don't fucking worry about it, Steve. Is I got it, Andy's autism's on it. I got games. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not gonna share them with you fucking knuckleheads. <laughs> knuckleheads. Yeah. Too bad, Andy. You have Chuckle to share fucks. with your family. You have to share with your family. Mom says so. That's right. Family. I just I'll make you. mom sharing with you. I'll, I'll I disown you both. You can't do that. I'll make I just mom did. Curious. I just did. Nope. So, yeah. All right. I mean, if you want to pick a game next week, we can we can pick a rando. I'm fine with that. I got one in mind. You do? Yeah. What is it? Uh, the first Patriots game I went to. Oh god. Okay. Hail Mary. It was a hit. dude. It was a crazy game. Oh no. So uh, actually, this just came up recently because on Twitter I did a thing where I had people post their favorite plays. Um, and I replied with the highlight of that play. The Hail Mary? And, yeah, and one of them was the um, Ben Coates touchdown mm-hmm. after the Hail Mary pass interference to beat yep. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's so a great game. We can find that game. And I told everybody how salty I was that you got to go instead of me because I believe at the time, Dad's... Uh, the reason he took you instead of me was because he had taken me to a Red Sox game that year. And so you got to and he loved me to more. a Patriots game. And I didn't get to go to a Patriots game until like 2006. You went to a Bruins game first, though. That's true. 97. I went to a Red Sox game first. Yeah. I have a new worst. Okay. It's watching Greg pick his nose with a pair of tweezers right now. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, bro? Is that why your hand's covering the screen? Yeah. I, <laughs> so you don't I, have to watch it? Watch that. Noted. <laughs> At least you're not picking your teeth with a knife. Yeah. Dude, Give it time. The long and curly ones, they get a little tickly up there, you know? They do. Oh, I fucking hate it. And then you pull it out and it feels like you're pulling out of your fucking brainstem. I just brutal. Like your frontal cortex. Up there. Yeah, I think Steve. That's what I mean. I pull I pull out ones that are like inches long. Who size is this thing? Brutal. Are you sure you didn't pull it off your pubes? Dude, this thing is massive. <laughs> okay. It's it's a little terrifying sometimes. I do. This best is when you get like six in one, and no. just like, fucking, you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> Why did I say something? Very naughty. Yeah, Gregory definitely is. Uh, sometimes a naughty boy. Yeah. Especially when he's pulling nose hairs and ejaculating because of it. All right, um, I think we are finished. So next week we will have a random game. From the sounds of it. And then after that, we'll meet back here for the Patriots hosting the Colts in the AFC Divisional Round. Playoffs. 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 Tune in next week to see how much of a blubbering little bitch Greg is Andy, you on the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. I'm going to need you to record some new material. All right. Well, yeah, I'm in for the soundbite war. <laughs> I All still right. got mine. Uh, I'm slowly, I'm slowly building a few. So okay. that's all good. All right, so but until next week, the playoffs. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a fart machine. Oh, good. Soundboard. This is how we, this is how we're going out. So realistic, Greg. <laughs> that was my favorite. Number eleven is my favorite. Oh, good. Number oh, good, 11. Greg. Oh, want me to make it rain? This is this is awful content. This is so bad. All right. Until next week or next episode. Dude, when it's Christmas, it's a Christmas song. Boys, enjoy your, your Celtics. I've had that for like three years. It's Good. awesome. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Enjoy your Celtics. I hope go Celtics. Will. Celtics in five, baby. Yeah, let's go. Celtics in five. And until next week, we will see you later. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye.